welcome to the Duke and Baron podcast. I am the Duke. I'm here with the Baron. Hello. Baron, what are we talking about today? Uh, we are talking about Newton's third law. How in order to get anywhere, you got to leave something behind. Right. Okay. So basically what I'm saying is there's no free lunch. Yeah. Uh, you can achieve anything you want. You can get anywhere you want to go, mm-hmm. but you got to be willing to pay the price. So are you familiar with the secret, Duke? Yeah, it's a Netflix documentary. I've never watched it, but it's basically the idea of achieving something through positive affirmations and manifestation. Right. So it's it's based off of a book of the same name, made by the same people. Okay. And, and the idea is you can have anything you want if you believe hard enough. Right. It seemed, seemed a little hippy-dippy to me, so I right, never watched yeah. it. Well, it's, it's partially true. It's like half true. Right, staying, you can get positive. whatever you want if you believe in it hard enough, but like the the manifestation of that belief is the sacrifice that you make in order to get to where you want to go. Right, you actually have to put effort into it. You can't yeah. just have good vibes lead you to where you want to go. Right, there's no free lunch. And unfortunately, we have been conditioned to believe that you can get stuff for free. For example, you walk into a car dealership and you can walk right out of the car dealership with a car mm-hmm. uh, you, all you had to do is walk in there and spend a couple hours signing papers oh man it's, it's oh good lord right, but it, you get a you get a whole car oh, that's great it's true and i mean it doesn't matter they'll they'll work with you yeah. if you don't care about interest rate and all that right in the moment it's it's great mm-hmm. you got a brand new car for very little effort however you're going to be paying five hundred dollars a month for six or seven years for a brand new car (laughs) yeah and i'm i'm probably lowballing these days yeah jeez i don't know i don't know i uh i'm honestly scared to do that all right yeah (laughs) i don't blame you so basically what i'm saying is if it seems like something is free either someone else is paying for it or you're paying for it later right so you, you were talking about how past generations had more wealth and how that kind of leads Yeah, I was into... reading an article. We were talking about this before we yeah. recording started recording. Is There's an article about how at a given age, uh-huh. children now are poorer than their parents were yeah. at that age. It's shameful. Right. And what that means is our generation's wealth... And past gener- it started with past generations, but we're all guilty of it. I'm not, right. I'm we not still, trying to we assign still blame here. Everything, Basically, yeah. we are, through debt, we are taking wealth away from our children, from the future generations. Right. So we are living large. Well, not so much anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't know what you're doing. We're living larger <laughs> than we should be living. <laughs> right, right. Because we're passing on the costs to right. future generations. And we're getting to the point now where that's that's becoming less and less can't kick viable. The, yeah, can't keep right. kicking the can down the road. And we're starting to feel all of the past generations, you know, the deferred debt and the deferred payment is kind of riding on us yeah and it it affects our entire attitudes as a society and as individuals so like we have a very very instant gratification minded society now right so i think earlier we're talking about how uh uh, people would rather get nipped and tucked right rather than or like go on the juice than to exactly and I, i think that leads to a lot of like uh so instead of like going to the gym 
working yeah. your ass off, trading the hours. You're going to take a shortcut. Exactly. And people are more inclined to do that because they're so conditioned for that. Right. The, those two words, instant gratification. You know, they're looking for that dopamine, that serotonin release. Yeah, and they're and, looking for the easy way out. Right. They're looking and, for the shortcut. And they're so unfulfilled because you, you can't, I mean, you, you can pay someone to teach you to be, say, a musician or a black belt or something that, you know, whatever you want to achieve. But you can't just download the information. It's not the matrix. Yeah. You know. Well, this is this goes into a, a different point, but it's still really important. Is that you're right? There's a huge lack of meaning and fulfillment in yeah. today's day and age. But that's because meaning and fulfillment doesn't come from what you get, or it what, comes yeah. from the costs. Exactly. So the meaning of something is in what it costs you to get it. The journey to get there. Right. Exactly. The meaning in something is the price you paid to get it. Exactly. It's the sacrifice. So we're not willing to sacrifice anything anymore, and we wonder why there is no meaning in today's, in our lives. Exactly. Well, that's why people exalt people who do. You know, we were talking earlier about, about, you know, the concept of just, uh, if you're a sports fan, we're we're not shitting on you. But well, just the concept of <laughs> <laughs> the concept of like just dedicating your soul to the not not playing the sport, but admiring the sport. You know, you, you see these people up there and you, you're basically vicariously living through them. And it's like, you know, right. I, I so think, you, there's nothing wrong with sitting down watching a football game on Sunday not. afternoon. Having no, a entertainment, couple of entertainment is yeah. important. Well, for we're talking lining. about the people who live and breathe whatever sports team. Right. It's they, like, right. Or yeah, even just it, celebrities. It's like, yeah, I can't, I can't check out of the grocery store without just looking left and right and seeing 30 magazines updating me on people. I could not give a shit about so-and-so's wife caught shopping at this short store. I don't care, but there's people that do because they i feel like the reason just the way i perceive it is because they feel their life is so mundane and they don't they don't feel like they can achieve something well it's a, it's another easy way to feel like you achieved something right by by trying to latch on to the achievements of someone else exactly yeah. or yeah you're just you're trying to experience that through what they're doing you're trying yeah. to identify with them so and, and that is kind of the, the closest way a lot of people can get without putting the work in is they identify with these people who are doing extraordinary things. Yeah. And that's how you get. It's hilarious to me when when someone says something negative about a celebrity online and then their lackeys just come out and just defend them. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like, Leave this multimillion millionaire alone. Leave Lindsay alone. How dare you? Remember the oh, this is dating me, but the <laughs> Lindsay Lohan thing when she went crazy back in the day, and there was there was yeah. some video on YouTube. This was like in the early days of YouTube. It was yeah. some like very effeminate guy like crying about like how. <laughs> <laughs> everyone should leave Lindsay lohan alone right <laughs> how dare you <laughs> like this guy was she's probably like, crying in her bentley right now like what the fuck? oh yeah <laughs> dude i love it i love it when people virtue signal and they just defend like leave this multi-million dollar corporation alone how dare you fuck off yeah or leave <laughs> this like dirty politician alone oh my I, god you know, the politician defenders like people are like 
like feel sorry for Joe Biden because he's obviously falling apart in front of us. Homeboy has gone camping. Yeah. Right, but I mean, like the dude is straight up. Oh, he was a piece an of shit. awful piece of shit. That I have no sympathy zero. for the guy. He he made his own bed. Right, now. he gets to sleep in it. Right, but like but like going back to these people that just they're they're so undervalued personally. They don't value themselves because they've never achieved anything, and rather. At least like social decay almost, because rather than going out there and bettering themselves, you know, they're just sitting around thinking good vibes, like the secret says, having well, happy uh, thoughts. They, they try to, but well, yeah, but it doesn't happen immediately, so they lose. No, yeah, well, yeah. that's the thing is, it's a delusion, right? Where you're living a delusion, and that's people can only fool themselves for so long the harsh truth is you got to give something to get something you got to leave something behind in order to get anywhere exactly so pick your sacrifice and guess what like doing nothing you're also giving shit up when you do nothing oh yeah you're giving up all of the possible things that you could do oh that's a sacrifice in itself and also i mean there are opportunity costs yeah to doing nothing you might not you might not give something up consciously right but that's just because you're not aware of what you're giving up right well i mean i love this my 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 dad always tells me this when i'm trying to go for something or achieve for something he he always asks me how long i think it's gonna take and i tell him you know two weeks a month a year Mm -hmm. and you know it's just like i'm having trouble going and he always says you know i can't i don't know where he gets this i'm sure that he got it from some book he read or something but he says you know, it, you're going to experience, you're going to go through a year anyway. A year mm-hmm. will pass regardless. Two weeks is going to pass regardless. It doesn't yeah. matter what you do. So he says, you may as well do the thing anyway, because right. the, the, the time is going to pass anyway. And if you don't do it, you're going to be two weeks further down the road, two weeks closer to being dead. And you will have not done anything. And he goes, which one's the scarier thought? Right. And there's a million reasons to not do the thing. Oh, every if you yeah. want to look for a reason not to do something, you will find That's one. That's why you should do it anyway. Just do it. Just, exactly. Yeah. Nike, just just do it. Now we're not talking about violent crimes or anything. Just don't just go out and burn some shit down. <laughs> you know, just just do it. Don't take that but out of context. Is, is the the heart of your desire really to go burning and pillaging? I doubt it. It depends on the day. And how much sleep I got, because there are some mornings where I'm like, you know, violence is the way. If the Duke hasn't had his caffeine yet. Oh, caffeine. And you just, (laughs) if you just talk to me and make too much noise or, you know, I'm not at home. If I had to, okay. If I had to leave my house and put pants on, just assume it's not a great day for me. (laughs) Oh, okay. That's (laughs) just, well, you're, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So the next part of getting something for free, it's not just debt. That that's a big part of it, right? But the unfortunately, other part is you have this idea that you can get something for free because you're all really what you're doing is getting someone else to pay for it. So like, so like take welfare programs for example. I believe that every adult should be able to take care of themselves, outside of physical and mental disability. I I agree. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's a fair point. So it's hard. It's and oh, yeah. it, with a shitty economy, it's even harder, dude. And I understand people need help. Oh yeah. And that's a like if you need help, like you do what you gotta do. Right. However, just understand the cost. 
right. to, the cost to you spiritually, the cost to society. Mm-hmm. So basically, here's what you're doing when you go on government assistant programs. You are forcing someone else to pay for your existence. Yeah. Is that better than like you not being able to exist? Is that better than you dying? Sure. However, if that's the case, yeah. Yeah. However, you should feel ashamed for that. And this goes back to our talk about shame. Right. There should be a cost to you for taking that taking that step. If if there's nothing wrong with you. Right. If 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 you don't if if you're not disabled. If you are a able bodied person of legal age and you are choosing to go on government assistance. Now we're we're not talking about the single mother that got kicked out of her house when she was seven. I am not assigning blame here. I want right. to be very clear about that. If you got laid off from your job and right. you have three kids to feed, I am not blaming you for taking uh, this route what i am saying is it understand be the final solution here's the thing though shame and blame don't need to be related to each other right so like, because shame relates to responsibility and responsibility and blame are two different things so if you lose your job through no fault of your own yeah it's not your fault it's still your responsibility to take care of it yep well, I mean, you are your responsibility. That makes that makes sense. That tracks. You are not to blame. However, you are responsible. And if you're not able to meet that responsibility for whatever reason, if you're not meeting the reasonable expectation of taking care of yourself, you should feel shame for that. Now, I'm not saying don't get help. I'm saying is understand the cost of that. You're forcing someone else to do take that take up that cost and it shouldn't be your final solution you should feel the shame of well like, that, that that shame is there to motivate you to get out of it so yeah it's just like not, it's just right. like a little bit of stress is okay because yeah. if you don't pay your rent you have nowhere to live that's a stressful thought so you know if you don't if you don't buy food you're not going to eat that's a stressful thought a little bit of shame is good because if you're if you're living on the dime of your community via welfare or something like that you should have a desire and motivation to get out of that situation. The problem is that people nowadays feel like they're entitled. Right. They, they feel like they deserve it. Yeah. Just for being, and and it's goes back to the conditioning, how people are conditioned to believe they can have stuff. for That's why all these college students are preaching socialism and they have no idea. Yeah. Because they see the benefits without the, seeing the cost and they don't understand that under socialism you don't get to just sit around and make beard oils and sell them on etsy well it's back to our our thing like like the meaning in something is from the costs right so if you defer the costs to someone else or to the future then like that's why there's crisis of meaning in socialists and communist societies like uh, go back to Soviet Russia. This like crisis in meaning in our society. Well, that's because we're a socialist guy. A little society. bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> How dare you? This is America. Well, no. So I'm not saying that like the only cause of meaninglessness, meaninglessness in a society is socialism. is socialism, but but it's just a vehicle for. They're not mutually exclusive. Exactly. So, <laughs> 
No. They're often found in bed together. Go back to the idea that like the costs of the costs of um deferring on a societal level, spreading out the, the, the costs of all of the quote unquote free shit. Yeah. Um basically speaking of, of socialism. Right. Um uh, I'm sorry, kind of uh, like drawing a blank here. Oh yeah, yeah. So responsibility. I, I I want people to think of responsibility not as a burden. What responsibility is is power, and it's freedom, and it's independence. So that was I wanted to say that that was a very profound statement. Oh, thank you. The costs to like giving up the responsibility and the accountability to your life to someone else, which is what you're doing. Right. When you are advocating for all of these free lunch things. Right. Is your freedom. It's your independent. That's a huge problem in our society. And I think how we got to be where we're at is because people, I mean, just going forward and, you know, people trading freedom for security or what they perceive as security. It's you like, know. you know, the Spider-Man thing with great power comes great responsibility. Reverse that with a great responsibility comes great power. It's true. Well, yeah, because oh, if you take on the I want, I want people to take on the accountability and the responsibilities for their actions and for their lives, because that's how you like gain power over your life. That's you know, how you like, gain I, freedom. I feel like so many people huh. feel like that they're Spider-Man where they just they, they should have this amazing power bestowed upon them and then they'll start becoming right, a, no. a good person. Uh-uh. But that's how people think, though. They're <laughs> like, I'm the chosen one. It's like, no, you're a schizo. Like, like, no, dude, that's not how it works. Like, you work. That's the thing that these people going back to the celebrity thing. These people don't get it. It's like these. This dude did not get to NFL draft pick by sitting on his ass and eating Fritos. Yeah, or like, <laughs> it's like it didn't just happen to him. Think of any like rich person. And by rich person, I don't mean millionaire. I mean billionaire. Like, okay, rich with a B, dude. Can you think of any one of them that, like, hasn't sold a piece of their soul? Oh, dude, I wouldn't let any of them babysit my kids. Like, (laughs) can you think of any of them that has an apparently healthy, uh, like, family life? Yeah. No. Yeah, or life in general. Right. Yeah. So, like, you you say you want to get rich, but, like, are you willing to pay the price? Are you willing to give up a piece of your soul? The successful marriage. I would love to see the successful marriage rate of people that don't start off wealthy and then get wealthy. Right. Because every time, every time one of them dips, it seems like, okay, there's I'm sure there's some exclusion out there. I don't know about off the top of my head because I don't follow wealthy people's lives that closely. But, like, it seems like that's part of the tabloids i'm reading when i'm when i'm walking through the grocery store it's like so-and-so is getting divorced from so-and-so it's like oh that's a shocker right yeah, big, it's big like shocker. dude the, the d word is such a numb word these days but like even when you look at celebrity and billionaire marriages i can't remember the article i was reading I, it was some older musician he was famous in the 80s i cannot remember uh, right, keep going i might i might be able to help you out if you but he was taking pictures next to his wife's ass and posting them on his social media, promoting his wife's OnlyFans. And that kind of goes back into the whole, like, you know, what you're willing to give up for something, the, the uh, cost yeah. versus... But, but it's so like... If you, you can get really, 
really rich or i mean maybe not really rich but you can have a decent income dude if you're willing to those only show fan, your tits yeah. on the internet right those only fan girls are making a lot more uh, money than me there's a price to pay well right exactly but that's what i'm saying it's like how how fulfilling of a marriage can you have right and, uh, people oh i mean i have a marriage like just relationship relationship yeah but like if you're promoting your wife's only fans really like, yeah, if you're you promoting your wife's only fans you don't have a wife and you're, you're not a, a husband yeah you're a pimp yeah and your wife is your hooker. yeah <laughs> exactly like, that's pretty much what's going on it's like yeah. oh yeah i record for my wife's only fans and i post it online it's like you know the only difference between you and having an employee is a w2 at this point yeah. right like yeah like oh, you God. you are producing <laughs> porn and it's like you know what here's the thing if that's the 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 cost you want to pay, if that's the trade you want to make, it's gonna work. Just be aware of what you're giving up. But exactly, and you know what? And I'm, don't be surprised when you find that you're not fulfilled by that arrangement. Right. Or you yeah. know, out of the thousands and thousands and thousands of dudes that are checking her out online, someone comes along that's a little better than you. Yeah. You know, or she perceives that way, and then your marriage is over, or she feels like she doesn't need you anymore yeah you know what i mean it's just it's oh man it's just there's no way from where i'm sitting and i'm sure we're gonna get shit on and gaslit for this and i was like you're just not you know secure and blah blah it's like dude well i don't know oh man i feel pretty secure (laughs) i'm i'm not secure it's like i i am not secure enough it's like oh yeah just look at my wife naked i kind of feel like you should fight a guy that wants yeah. to do that. If a guy comes over, is like, yeah, I want to bang your wife. That should yeah, not. You're not secure with other people like looking at your wife no, naked. I, no, I'm pretty because, sure that's because I'm pretty sure that's healthy. Dude. Yeah, that's. I think I feel like it's called respect. Yeah, not security. <laughs> I feel like you know I'm not worried about my wife taking off with every dude that talks to her. Yeah, but shit, man, I I I am worried about you know like if someone walks up and starts playing grab ass, that guy's getting some teeth knocked out. You know, mm-hmm. it's like. And you know what? If she's into it, that's going to be a bigger problem for me. I'll be like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, he's yeah, he's getting teeth knocked out, and me and her are talking. Like, what's up? You know? Yeah, uh, that's yeah. Okay. So it's just well enough, enough about your family life. Listen, <laughs> listen, I got some pent up shit. You know? <laughs> no, it's I'm just playing. But but that's the thing is like I just I guess the point I was trying to make is like I could not imagine wanting money so bad so fast to like not not want to like put the work in and you know just saying like hey babe uh we're just gonna post naked pictures of you online and uh you know if she's really into it just kind of overlooking that fact and being totally cool like yeah i don't i don't know if that's even possible to be right. really like, cool that i'm pretty line. sure you're lying to yourself if right. you say that and it, it's at one point or another like sure for a very short while you'll probably have everything you want but at the end of the day like what did you sacrifice what yeah. are you going to say there's you know, always a price it's a cheap way to do everything right i always say this it's just like oh man i I have this friend that, dude, no matter what it is, he goes for the deal, man. Like, he won't mm. just buy the, the the nice thing that's going to last a while with a warranty. He tries to find one on Craigslist. And there's nothing wrong with pinching pennies. We've talked about the economy, you know what I mean? Right. But, like, dude, he'll buy shit that doesn't run. He'll buy a four-wheeler. Like, it was a smoking deal. So, you know, a $400 four-wheeler. And it's like, you know what? Uh, another 
$800 worth of parts and seven or eight weekends busting your knuckles on that bitch. You yeah, might so have if, a, if you make 50 bucks an hour yeah, at your day job. That would be a hell of a day job. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I get what if you saying. make $50 an hour at your day job yeah, and you buy a wreck that you have to put together. With time with and t- money With all the and... time and effort you have to put into that. Right. Would you have been better off just working your day job a little while and buying something that you didn't have to work that you on? you don't have to fuck with. Yeah. That's exactly where I'm at. Now, okay, not not to say, like, there's guys that do project cars. Like, I'm one of those guys. I'm a gearhead. Oh, you know? If you enjoy it, that's a different right. thing. But like, right. But if yeah. you're just trying to get something for... What I'm saying is if you're trying to get something of high value for low value, mm. there's usually, like you're saying, a medium of exchange you didn't consider. Yeah. Just like you walk in, you need to buy that brand new gorgeous car that you got big dollar signs in your eyes for. Like, oh, this is going to make me happy, blah, 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 blah. 18% interest and, you know, five or $600 a month later, you got what you wanted. But what did it cost you at the end of the day? You know, that's going to affect other parts of your life. Yeah, it wasn't worth it. So that's the thing about, like, deferring costs to the future is you don't know if your future self's going to be happy with that decision. Right. You can almost guarantee your future self is going to hate you for oh, those yeah. decisions. Oh, yeah. No, and that's... the. But, I mean, going further, I mean, we're not just talking about buying cars and whatnot, but just, like, the ethical payment mm-hmm. that you're going to have to make, the ethical cost that you're going to have to go with, like, like signing your wife up for an OnlyFans and doing that. You know, the... The ethical, emotional, and spiritual toll that you were talking about. That's what I meant by selling a piece of your soul. Right. Like, you you can be unbelievably rich. Right. You can have all the women that you could possibly want. All, you say? All. Mm. But I guarantee you, you're going to have to give up a few pieces of your soul to get all of that. No, you're right. No, and that's, that's literally it. So, it's just, I mean, but going back to, like, the day-to-day life, you know, the average person. You know, like the 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 lack of fulfillment. You you kind of have to sit down and ask yourself at one point: Did I not achieve this because it's outside of the realm of possibility for me, or did I not achieve this because I genuinely don't want to give up the and and pay the cost that it would? Well, take? That's the thing, Duke. Is I don't necessarily believe that anything is out of the realm of possibility, right? As long as you understand the costs and are willing to pay it. So, so what you're saying so is, like, yeah, people ahead. have flown, right? Like we can fly in the air. We don't have wings, but Correct. we can fly because we figured out a way to overcome that deficiency. And it wasn't overnight. Right. It took a lot of work, a lot of ingenuity. We have gone in I know you don't believe in space, Duke, but like no, we no. have gone Flat to Earth the moon all the way, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we have landed people on the moon like a hundred years ago. People didn't think that was yeah, well the moon's yeah. only three hundred miles away, so like uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't even I'm sorry. You, Duke. I'm sorry. I, I uh I have this uh this thing with the Baron where uh I think it's funny. He triggers me with his crazy conspiracy theories. I love it so much. Sometimes I just Google stuff to bother him with, and it's great. (laughs) Because he doesn't know it's satire until it's too late, and I've goaded him on for 45 minutes of ranting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's true. (laughs) He's not the only one. Everyone catches the smoke. (laughs) No, but uh, what you're saying, going back to what you were saying, 
No, but you're absolutely right. So I think what a lot of people do in our society because of the way that we've been conditioned is they look for the easy way and a lot of times they don't understand the cost that they're committing to at the moment. Like you're saying, your future self hates you. I want to make this quick point is that oftentimes we think the cost is a lot higher than it actually is. Oftentimes the cost is just giving up a little bit of our ego, a little bit of our pride. Yeah, it seems insurmountable. Maybe all you have to give up to actually talk to the girl that you're interested in is giving up a little bit of your pride, a little bit of your ego. Be willing to be willing to accept some rejection or some um, embarrassment possibly. Right. To let yourself be vulnerable to do that. Maybe, um, I don't know, I I think of a different example. Um, Give up your fear, maybe. Maybe there's something you really want to do, but you're just afraid of doing it. Maybe it's just as easy as, well, not easy, but as simple as giving up your fear. I think a big part of that is, yeah, people have, and I I say people, myself included, is fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know what the cost is. And yeah. I, I think what a lot of times the reason that people go for something that may be of lower ethical value, something that is as easy. I mean, I'm not saying everyone's out there creating OnlyFans, but just we'll just use that for the sake of argument. I feel like the reason that someone goes out I, and I feel does like that, you're a little uh, fixated on the OnlyFans. Because dude. It just blows my mind. Is there something you want to tell me? No, no, no. Me? OK, my OnlyFans isn't doing great. <laughs> I've got three followers. I can't imagine why. No, no. I've got three followers and none it's, of them pay me. It's a me. marketing problem, dude. You know, it's not. It's not. I've been putting flyers up. It's repeatedly taken down for pornographic. You know, it's just, it's not good. I don't know what the people want, apparently. <laughs> just kidding. The Duke does not have an OnlyFans. That was all satire. No, but it's just the concept of OnlyFans blows my mind to where it's just like, you, you. You go to college to get a great career in something, and then you completely destroy any kind of ability to go into that career because there's pictures of your ass online. Like, like, dude, no one's going to hire a doctor. That it's it's like, like tattooing your face. Oh, my God. Right. Exactly. It's yeah. like, you, you. I mean, I don't know. I feel like tattoos are better than, you know, well, uploading. Well, it's uh, of the same... But right, it's, it's just in like, the same ballpark. Right, it's like, like, oh, you got a yeah. tattoo of a pentagram on your forehead. I wonder why no one hired you as right, a school yeah. teacher. It's like, well, your your actions didn't align with your goals there, you know. But it's just it's just an insane concept to me that people people go out there and do that because there's just better ways and they just take a little longer. But I think that people go for things that they feel like they can predict. I think the fear of the unknown is what keeps people from seeing that cost because they've never really gone out and done something that pushed them that they had to exchange that time and exchange that effort for you know they've just been given everything you know for so long or told that they deserve these things for their entire life and so the 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 fear the entitlement and, right yeah. you know the, you have all these people like that that didn't have the old school you know dad wants to learn have him learn the real uh value of a dollar through you know just whatever whatever life experience you went through they don't have that yeah so they they fear the unknown they they don't know you know it's like well what if i fail and then i'm gonna be out this and that i mean like we were talking about you'll always find a reason not to yeah because you're just sitting there scared like me honestly 
I was working entry level jobs for a long time and I was scared to make a change. And, you know, I, I give a lot of credit to my wife. She was very uplifting and supportive, but I finally, you know, I, I was a decent welder due to jobs uh, in the past that required me to figure it out, but I had no formal training, you know, no certifications or anything. So I ended up going to, you know, get a college certificate in it, tested out of the two year program, got into the three month program, which was, I didn't think I would do that. And uh, it worked out, you know, and for a tax return, I was able to get a certificate from a college and I've been... You've been certifiable ever since. I said, well, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now, uh, but, but what I'm saying is, is, is like, just because I went out there and I was scared to fail. My, my family didn't have a lot of money. I was scared to spend that money on mm-hmm. doing that. You know, I was, I was scared like, well, okay, well, what if I spend three grand, four grand on the certificate and I don't make it? What if I can't get a job? And then after that, it was horrible because I got, I went in and, uh, I, didn't know I was temping, but I temped at three shops in a year. Yeesh. I'd go, well, that's that's welding, man. You, especially in shops, you know, you get a job, they take on a whole bunch of guys, and then they might keep two or three after the big job's over. You know, one of the shops blew it. They engineered something wrong, and they they cut the fat, which was the you know the most recent two guys, and the other guys with tenure got to stay. Stuff like that happens in the trades. But the fact is, is I got out of those little tiddly entry level jobs and I was able to get bigger jobs because I took that jump and it was intimidating. Mm-hmm. It was intimidating. It was scary. I didn't know what was going to happen, especially when you like you go from a completely different world to another world. You know, I I had worked in industry, but never the trades. You know, I'd never, never done that. And it was hard. You know, I mean. Right. Blue collar is not a sensitive Getting industry. Getting out of your comfort zone. It's, right. Yeah. And it was and difficult. That's another thing that you might have to give up to get what you want is comfort. Dude, comfort is the death of of advancement. Yeah, of progress. Of progress. Yeah. yeah. You, comfort, can't, you yeah. can't make it if you're comfortable. But that's a lot of people are scared of that. Yeah. And it, it stunts them, I think. Because it was very uncomfortable for probably about two years, yeah. you know? And, uh, but guess what, you know, I'm in a great job now and we're in a much better financial place, but it took a cost, man. It took a cost. And I think people look at that and the problem is, but so like, go ahead. I I just want to, uh, tie back around to the idea that like we talk about cost as, as like a bad thing. But I really want to emphasize the idea that like the cost is what gives meaning to whatever you're whatever you're doing so don't look at the cost as a bad thing like understand it decide like discern whether the cost is worth what you get out of it and then understand that like that cost is a a badge that you get to carry around with you that's true it's like written in your soul that you you paid the price for this thing and now it's yours and that that's where the meaning comes from you know if you right. that's the, the achievement doesn't mean shit without without the idea of what it costs you to get it oh yeah know? no and that's i think that uh, the uh, the flip side of that i guess it would be the flip side is i think the issue with our culture is a lot of people rather than just make peace with the fact that they're not willing to pay the cost is they see the cost as something to be bitter about 
They they mm. look they look at that with resentment. Yeah, they they resent the cost. Right, and they blame. They blame. It's like, yeah. oh, I can't do this because you know the way I was raised, and just you know I'm psychologically fucked up. Or well, that's so that goes back to the sense of entitlement. Right. Yeah. They're Sorry, enti- I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, you're nailed yeah. nailed it on the head. Is the entitlement the the people. Uh, these days have, have been written and that's what i'm saying like I, I don't mean to harp on college students but just like the that age group is just so they it's just so entitled well they just haven't gotten their asses kicked enough to to realize mm-hmm. that life life gets gritty and it yeah. gets painful and on the other side of that is everything you want but you're gonna have to deal with it and yeah. you're right it's on not the a, other side of the pain and the suffering is the meaning and the fulfillment right and, and the achievements like it's a teacher it's not a de- yeah. de- it's not a punishment right you know it's it's a lesson and you got to stop being afraid of it yeah you know you got to embrace it because it's not going to kill you and if it does that's that's natural selection yeah. embrace embrace the cost embrace yeah. embrace the price embrace gravity like you know <laughs> stop being a pussy <laughs> And then embrace responsibility. Embrace, like, empower yourself. Be responsible for your actions. Be right. Accept the costs for your actions, you know? That's, exactly. That's kind of, that's where I want to, that's where I kind of want to summarize this talk is. Right. Yeah. So, like, what you're saying is, is you can affirm and you can, you can try to manifest everything you want, but manifestation takes action. Absolutely. It takes action and it takes work. Stand positive is part of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, affirmation. And believing. Yeah. Believing. And yeah, because sitting there just, you know, bitching about your failure, you're never going to go anywhere. So staying positive is important, but getting out and doing some shit about it. Yeah. And then accepting failure. 100%. That's that's a big one. I think uh, I think uh, we're on our way to saving the world there, Baron. Yeah. One step at a time. I one think, episode uh, at a time. I think that uh, it's good. Yeah. It's good. good it's true. And I, you know, if you're listening to this, if you're still listening to this and you haven't taking your earplugs out and raged somewhere else to Twitter about it and gotten in a big fat iced coffee and talked to your support group about it and all that shit. Power to you. Yeah. I believe yeah. in you. Yeah. I'm glad we that believe you, in you. You can be better. This you is, can, you can achieve the things you want to achieve. And this is, you this, can bear the cost and it will be magnificent. Exactly. And I'm sorry that this is not a safe space, but this is a space where we want to encourage you to be more than you currently are. We believe mm-hmm. in you growth and progress doesn't come from staying safe and we are not talking from a place we are talking from a place of experience yeah yeah Yeah. nothing we've covered today we have not done ourselves we have both gone into insurmountable debt Uh, i mean i i'm I'm well not insurmountable we well yeah you can buy your way out of it that was that was a bit of an over over dramification but i mean we've both struggled with it because who's not struggling with debt right now honestly But, you know, we just, we, we're sharing the lessons we've learned. That's that's kind of what we're about. Yeah. 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 So, uh, anyway, join us next time, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure, Baron. Yeah. And, uh, until next have, time. Uh, yeah, until next time. Cheers. Cheers.